on today's show, we have Sonic the Hedgehog 2, when the Manic Dr. Robotnik returns to Earth with a new ally. Everybody knows him, Knuckles the Echidna. Sonic and his new friend, Tails, is all that stands in their way. Join us as Bethel and Jesse review the newest cinematic entry in the Sonic universe. Welcome to Reels and Ramen. Welcome to the first episode of Reels and Ramen. I am Jesse with Beto. This is the first episode of Reels and Ramen, a show where we discuss and review movies. Not only movies, but also ramen. Yes. So not only do you get our opinions on what we think of a feature film, you also get our opinions, our taste of what type of ramen we enjoy. We will be visiting different ramen places, diff- taste different types of ramen, everything to give you the review of not only movies, but ramen. You're taking entertainment and food, we're combining it and making it reels and ramen. On today's episode, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the sequel to 2020's Sonic the Hedgehog. As this being our first episode of Reels and Ramen, we're going to start off first with telling you our history of the films that we are reviewing. If it is something that is a sequel or part of a franchise like Sonic the Hedgehog is, we're going to give you a little info about what our connection is to that feature film. And then we get a spoiler-free review of what we think about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, Beto, this being our first episode of Reels and Ramen, I'll have you start off with the history of your attachment to Sonic. It being a video game franchise and now a major motion picture. A major motion picture that spawned a sequel. What is your connection to the Blue Hedgehog himself? I mean, just being a, <clears throat> a kid from the, of the 90s, uh, we all, I don't think anybody our age, I don't think there's anybody that never played a Sonic the Hedgehog game. So mm-hmm. it's something that it was just something that was big in the 90s. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, playing it, obviously, I mean, I played all the, not all of them, but at least the, the first three Sonic games on the Sega and then Sonic Spinball. So that's uh, uh, that's really just um, something that I I remember from my own childhood. Uh, um, I loved them when I was a kid. Uh, now it's like, whatever. I'm not a big fan of the Sonic franchise anymore, but I did love those first couple of levels, every game that they came out with mm-hmm. on the Sega. You're like any current Sonic game. Let me play the first level and then I'm done. Not even maybe. I don't know about the current <laughs> ones. They're really bad. Yeah. Being a child of the '90s myself, it was all about Sonic. When Sonic showed up on the scene, he was the cool Sonic. He was the cool Hedgehog, the blue Hedgehog. He ran fast. And then when the sequel came out, he had a buddy named Tails. That was amazing. And when Sonic and Knuckles happened, that blew kids' minds when I was a child. When I was a kid, uh, I was a fan of Sonic. He just looked cool. He liked chili dogs, which was amazing. And I remember being in school and having a classmate who I remember his name was Tony, would come up to me and say, draw Sonic. And I'm like, okay. And I would draw Sonic because Sonic had the cartoon when I was a kid. And that was a very popular cartoon. I would draw Sonic, 
color it and I think sometimes he would color it and he would put it on the wall in class he would take my artwork yeah. and put it on the wall so that was always like really cool because I liked drawing as a kid I still like drawing now but that was the cool thing about Sonic he was just he just oozed cool you know like the way Sega marketed Sonic was perfect toward the 90s child you know it was just everything that oozed cool you know Mario wasn't cool Sonic is cool so uh, getting being older now and growing up with Sonic, I think I fall in the same camp as you, where uh, I kind of fell off and didn't really. You have the hardcore Sonic fans that really love that character and will love anything that happens or is made with that character, and then you also I think have the people who grew up with it but then never really followed it, and I think I fall in the middle where I just didn't follow it because I think a lot of them were either good, and a good amount were really bad. But I've come to have more respect with Sonic. Not because of the movies, just the character as a whole and how he just still, no matter what, he's still relevant, which we'll talk about today. But uh, yeah, let's get on with our review of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So Beto, what do you, what'd you think of Sonic the Hedgehog 2? It, um, compared to the games, uh, the first part was really good and then towards the end it kind of it was like whatever mm. it was kind of there's some parts that were that were pretty boring mm-hmm. um but for the most part it was a good movie and i'm not gonna shit on it too much because i mean this is a movie that's even the games were made for kids mm-hmm. so there's there's not gonna be some crazy plots uh plot twists in it so you kind of i guess you could kind of give it a pass but it was still a good movie i still enjoyed it it's just that certain parts i'm just like uh, I, didn't, I didn't like this part mm-hmm. but uh it ended well i did it like the i guess like my part of the second act wasn't great yeah uh but i did i did enjoy it uh i don't know if it's as good as the second one uh, a first one i i might have oh, really to, you like the first one more i might have to watch it again because i don't it's it's been so long i only watched it once so it's not that fresh in my memory uh-huh. uh but i did i did like it though yeah. i i enjoyed it quite a bit Something I did fail to talk about was actually the the creation of this show actually came to be because of the first Sonic game. Yeah, first Sonic game. <laughs> uh, actually became something because of the first Sonic movie. When the yeah. first Sonic movie came out, we watched it and we we talked about it and we liked it while going to get ramen after the movie. Yeah. And Bethel was the one who came up with the idea um, this was before we came up, or Beto came up with the name. Um, we do a podcast already with our friend Joe called Third Party Controller Podcast, where we review video games and video game history and all that stuff. And I remember after we finished watching the first Sonic movie, you said, "You know, what? I kind of I would like to like it'd be cool if we come here like every time there's a movie, and then we can review movies." Yeah. You know, I don't think you said like getting ramen, but we could review movies. Yeah. Like, do a little side thing, or like, for fun, you know? Yeah. And, and I think at the time, we kind of wanted to make it be a part of our show. Yeah. And then it slowly morphed into, like, no, let's do it separately. Yeah. You know, because so it doesn't take away from what we're currently doing. And then COVID happened. Yeah, it was right after. <laughs> All right. When did, when did uh, the first one come out? Like, in April? Uh, no, 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 no. March? That, that was, I want to say February. Actually, okay. that's a good question. Yeah, because I think it was, because March was a lockdown. So it had to been, like, February. February 14th, 2020 mm-hmm. in the United States. I, I think it came out uh, in other territories in January 25th, but for us it was February 14th. Yeah. So I think we... Was it that weekend or was it the week after? I forget. 
But anyway, it was before COVID, before yeah. everything kind of kind of went down and, and everything kind of happened. But yeah, because of that, because of the first movie, that was originally our thought on it, our, 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 the creation of this podcast, of this newer podcast that we're doing. And this second one, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have to agree with you there where felt there were sections in it where I kind of didn't really enjoy. Um, not I didn't hate it, but it was just like, wait, this doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. which we'll get into later. But all in all, just like you say, you kind of go like, okay, it's, yeah. it's a kid's movie. But at the same time, I always hate that, that phrase, it's a kid's movie, because you make it seem like kids, not you, but like when people say that, I feel it's like, well, you're saying that kids would just wouldn't care. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong, there's some kids that would care, but kids are smarter than that. But I think it's just more, I would say, instead of like, it's a kid, it's, it was written that way or it was done that way because, oh, it's just a kid's movie. I think it's more of the writers just going, well, we got to get from point A to point B. So yeah. how do we do that? Let's just do this. Well, that doesn't make sense. Who cares? I was thinking um, more like of a, sim- <laughs> a simple yeah. plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a whole, I, I liked this more than the first one, but I did enjoy the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I liked this a lot because there was more Sonic. There was more Sonic in it. Uh, it... I mean, I know a lot of people had a problem with how the first movie was in in some ways, where it focused a lot more on the human part. Like, a lot of people didn't like in the first movie where, hey, you know, uh, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, who's known for video games, oh, now Sonic is in the real world. And I I get that, but I think they they did really great in the idea and how they tackled it by, like, the references they had in in the first movie with, you know, Green Hills, you know, like Green Hill Zone in the video games, and just things to kind of having those references for fans and yeah. stuff. But for me, I think I like this one more because it's more of a Sonic movie than like, don't get me wrong, Sonic is in the first movie, and yeah. there's not, it's not like he's not in there. But I think a lot of the focus on the humans, on the people, uh, on the other yeah. characters, was a lot. Where this one still had it. Don't get me wrong. Even even I was like, oh oh, okay, so we're continuing this story like in the sequel. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, because I was hearing a lot of people saying that there was less humans in this, and there is compared to the first one. Yeah. But I was, I was taken aback and surprised that, oh, there's, there's actually a good amount in mm-hmm. here. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It had its problems, which we'll get to, like I said, but uh, I really enjoyed it. What do you think of Idris Elba's portrayal of Knuckles? Canucles. Canucles. I liked it. He was he. I mean, I I just love Idris Elba. So like pretty much anything he's been in, I've enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and him bringing that character to life, uh, it was fucking cool. I like I like I liked he he made. I mean, Knuckles has always been like that badass character. I mean, I'm, he uh, looked cool. Yeah, he's yeah. a cool looking character. So that him bringing him to life, it just made it fucking even even cooler. Like I'm like I said, I'm not the biggest uh, Sonic fan, but it did. It was cool seeing him. Uh, uh, um, bring that character to life yeah i remember as a kid when the first introduction of 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 knuckles in the video game and of course it was advertisements like this new character sonic and knuckles right you're like this guy's cool just because sonic was cool now he's cool but like that that feeling of like oh this cool new character is he a bad guy is he a good guy you didn't know and right when you know and everyone knew when they announced that uh idris elba was gonna voice knuckles you're like yeah that's awesome and you would see the clips in the trailers, but when he actually showed up in this, I felt the same way I was as a kid when I was like, oh, this is cool. He just made, I mean, Knuckles, like you said, was always cool, but Idris Elba made 
made him so much cooler. Like, yeah. just cool. Like, it was that feeling of how I was as a kid. Like, oh, he's cool. And he's, yeah. he's cool. So, I, I think he did a really good job yeah, like portraying the, that character. But again, like, I don't know how that character's supposed to be. Because, again, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm like you. I'm not, I'm not that steeped in the lore. Yeah. But. I like the uh, his introduction, the actual introduction yeah. to the movie. Like, him coming in. Uh, but I also like the, him first meeting Sonic. That first little battle that they had was, like, yeah. really fun to see. Just, just see, oh, what the fuck does somebody like me that but he's fucking kicking my ass? Yeah. Which is like a, this, this, it's like a, it's, they follow a very common plot lines where there's like this new character, new badass uh-huh. is fighting a, uh, the good guy and good versus good, not good versus evil, but a, a, a good guy versus somewhat of a bad guy. Yeah. And they clash and then they have that first battle where the guy loses and then they fucking come back and so it's like, it's, this happens a lot, but it's still, it was still, it was still good. Mm-hmm. I got, uh, in the movie, a very uh, Drax feel to his performance. Yeah, I was thinking that like, <laughs> at the end, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is very Drax. Yeah, you know. So, so, but in a good way. But, yeah. But like, I felt it. You know, like I was like, oh. Yeah, cool. that's the first thing I thought of, especially at the end. Yeah. Yeah, you just have a had that feeling. And always Ben Schwartz, his portrayal of Sonic. He did a great job in the first movie, and he's continuing. Uh, his portrayal of Sonic the Hedgehog in the sequel, uh, Ben Schwartz, I think, did great as always. It was, yeah. He, did, he was awesome. Yeah, I, I, he's another guy. Like I fucking love everything that guy does. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just very funny. Uh, but I, I've some somebody that I've followed his career for such a long time that yeah. it's, it's exciting seeing him, and in these big big movies like this, Jim Carrey in this, like it's it's yeah. I mean it's. It's the same. Like he made it. Uh, we, I think we mentioned that when we talked about it uh, the first time, where it's like Jim Carrey from the '90s. Like it's mm-hmm. very uh, over the top character, which uh, it's it's fun. I like I like that Jim Carrey. Like you don't get that anymore. But so it's pretty cool that him him kind of kind of uh, uh, just overacting. Like, but for a reason. Like it's because like, yeah. that character's so crazy. Uh, at least in that movie. Um, but it was it was cool seeing seeing that that Jim Carrey again. Mm-hmm. I felt there was I, you know, I grew up loving Jim Carrey. Yeah. Again, this was another '90s person. Yeah, yeah, you know that like if you were a kid, if you were that right age, which I was, you were you idolized Jim Carrey. Oh, I right. idolized that guy, right? Yeah. So seeing him in this, in the first one, and even in the second one, it was awesome. Uh, and and yeah, he was able to go over the top and do his thing. But it uh, it I, for, for me, it was less than the first one. Not in yeah. a bad way, but I noticed oh, there's not as much, you know. Uh, he's still there. Yeah, he's the main bad guy, but uh, I was a bit surprised. Like, oh, okay, there's not a, there's not, not that there's not enough. I don't want to say that. I'm just like, oh, there, w- that wasn't that much. But it's, it, I, I don't feel like I'm losing anything. Yeah, with him not really being in it, you know. The uh, I felt like it was the more, more of the focus was on. Uh um, Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. So that, I mean, yeah. Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. Yeah. So which... the Doctor Robotnik was still in it, but he was more like the, the he already had his story so he's still kind of in it he's still a big part of it but it's not really his story it's more Sonic Knuckles and Tails story mm-hmm. this time uh, t- uh, speaking about Tails Tails is being voiced by a voice actress known as Colleen O'Shaughnessy uh, she's a voice actress that's done many roles for voices not only as uh, Tails but uh, in other animated features like the Mighty Avengers in video games like Final Fantasy VII Remake, Persona 5 Strikers, Sonic the she was, you know, Tails as... It's her reprising her role as Tails in Sonic the Hedgehog, 
which is awesome because you, you kind of always see more of a celebrity voice cast, but them sticking with her as Tails' voice, I just feel like it felt like it it made Tails like, yeah, this is Tails. You know, this is, is, is per- it was perfect, you know, mm-hmm. because she always voiced it. You know, it wasn't like, hey, we're going to have Michael Sarah, you know, play <laughs> Tails, you yeah. know, so he'll have his awkward voice, which, you know, if it, if he did voices, fine, but I, I, I'm glad they didn't go that route. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the dynamic between Sonic and Tails and doing that, like, yeah, it was, it was just cool as a, I would say I don't want to call myself a Sonic fan. I really like Sonic, you know. I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan like most people, but I think what they had here in this film was I could just see fans just be so delighted about everything they see. And I kind of also wanted to mention too that like at the end of the day, this is a video game movie, right? Which sometimes has negative connotations to it, where people will be like, "Oh, it's a video game movie, so I'm not expecting anything," right? But also you have that, well, it's a kid's movie, so some people don't expect things from a kid's movie either. But sometimes you can have great kid's movies that work for everybody. And, you know, you can have video game movies that are sometimes, a lot of the times, disappointing. But I think Sonic fits in the role where it's good. It's a, I think it's a great kid's film, but it's also one of the best, you know, video game movies. Yeah around where mostly their track record for video game movies is pretty low. I, I don't think I've ever seen like, I mean, Mortal Kombat and that was like whatever. I, you know, it, more, I'm probably going to get crucified for this, but the first Mortal Kombat is great. Going back to it, it's for me, it's more nostalgia, but then mm. you go like, oh, this, this is okay, yeah. this isn't okay. Like a lot, I think a lot of people forget, like you watched it as a kid and I did, don't get me wrong, and it's still good. I still watch it. I, I don't hate it. Yeah. But you go like, hey, you know that was PG thirteen. You're like, what? <laughs> PG thirteen. A lot of people forget that it was yeah. PG thirteen. But it was it was done well, you know. Uh, and then the more current Mortal Kombat, we won't Even talk about better. it. Oh, wait, really? It was garbage, dude. Dude, I I couldn't watch it. I fucking watched like thirty <laughs> minutes. It was so bad. Oh, you didn't finish it? No, fucking. Why would I finish it? No, that? I know, I know. But it, like, I, I don't know. Weird. Like I I just don't have the tolerance for like that yeah. anymore. Unless it's like unless it's like the room. The movie The Room is so bad that it's good. Uh-huh. I'll watch it. But this movie was so bad that like it was unbearable. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah. I don't think there's not many films like The Room. You know, where it's it's bad but it's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be safe to say, uh, when it comes down to it, Sonic the Hedgehog two, we enjoyed it. Yeah. So I, I would I would highly recommend Sonic the Hedgehog two if you're interested in watching it. I say go for it. I if don't you have kids, you, take your kids. Take your kids. They'll love it. If you love Sonic, you probably already watched it and are just listening to our review. <laughs> Now it's time for spoilers. So we're at the spoiler part of the episode. So if you've already seen Sonic, continue on to this part. If you haven't, what are you doing? Go watch it. We recommend it. All right. And if it's our recommendation, you know it's good. You know it's good. So head on over, watch it, or just skip forward to our ramen review. So I kind of want to talk a bit about what we kind of didn't really get enjoy about Sonic and maybe some plot points or some other story things that we did enjoy. So this will be a mix of uh, our our spoiler review on it. When we start the film, uh, we kind of 
return to the planet of the mushrooms that Dr. Robotniks left in. Mm -hmm. And you kind of find out that he's surviving throughout, you know, the days yeah. and while he was there. To day 236. He's trying to make coffee. Jim Carrey's there. And then that's where you get the introduction of the the Nakidnas. But I, there were human people, which he kind of captured. He kind of, like, booby-trapped them and stuff because he yeah. used the, the piece of fur or what he had of Sonic was kind of like the beacon that kind of went out to to attract people and they kind of yeah. found out where he was. Mm -hmm. So he did that on purpose to kind of get out of uh, the planet, yeah. to get out of there. But that's where, that's where you know, Dr. Robotnik, a.k.a. Eggman, confronts and meets Knuckles for the first time. And that's when he finds out, when Knuckles sees that, what he holds in his hand, which is the strand of Sonic's fur, he knew that, like, you know who that is. Like, so they team up and they leave. But from there, that's when you kind of go back into, uh, you know, Sonic being the Blue Justice going into... What city was he at? Um, Green Zone. No, 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 no. The city he went to go when he... Seattle. Ran. Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Sonic ran all the way to Seattle to stop some crime, to stop some bank robbers. And you know what? Uh, you know, that one with the bank robbers and in the car... The the actor that was uh, uh, the driver who was kind of tied up I didn't I didn't like him yeah it was, <laughs> he, yeah. was he was kind of like a really he wasn't a great actor he was just an extra I get it or not an extra but he had a very small, a small role, role yeah. but I was just like ah oh, this is uh, this is not as entertaining for me it wasn't uh, yeah it, it was it started off kind of like wait oh I don't know yeah I don't like I don't like that part yeah, a, a fun premise and a fun idea yeah. didn't really get executed that well and I, I, I do want to blame that that guy <laughs> I really do I just was kind of like eh. yeah he wasn't very good yeah he wasn't that, that good but from there that's when you find out Sonic's there hanging out you know doing some fun stuff and you know the characters of Tom and Maddie played by Tika Sumter are heading to her sister Rachel's wedding in Hawaii with her fiance Randall, so Sonic uses his Sonic ring to send them to Hawaii, but also gives Tom a ring to use so he can get back to you know their location of Green Hills. And I think that's where we kind of felt that it was a little weak story-wise, yeah. where everything leading up to that, you had Knuckles confronting Sonic, that battle that you were talking about of the first battle between Sonic and Knuckles, which was great. Jim Carrey just hamming it up in a good way. Just it, it, very fun. Everything was flowing really well. Everything was really good. But I think it kind of halted when we kind of go back to the you know the Hawaii setting with the wedding I mean there was some stuff set up that was pretty cool like when Randall talks to Tom for the first time goes like yo she you know her, her his fiance Rachel which is Maddie's sister she don't like you man mm -hmm. like you know, he, she don't like you whatsoever but he's a very handsome man right you yeah. see this wedding you're like oh man he's a very handsome man and that dude's old too I think it's Shamar Moore is that his name yeah yeah Shamar Moore he's fuck, dude he's fucking old dude he looks like he's like he, he just turned sexy. He looked like he turned thirty. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, I remember Shamar Moore from uh, DJ Quick. Uh huh. Because he he when DJ Quick was kind of getting big. Well, he's already big, but when he came out with an album and he said uh, they're doing like the crip walk and all that stuff. Uh -huh. But he, he since DJ Quick was a blood, he called. He said, "Oh, you guys crip walking out there," and then that's a it offended DJ Quick because he's a blood. And he goes, Shamar Moore said I was doing the crip walk. I should have smeared off his lip gloss. You remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, wow, that's a fun bit of uh, Bethel trivia for yeah, you guys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, you you see that, and I'm thinking, okay, what's up with this Randall guy? What's what's the story here in in the besides you know Tom and and Rachel not getting along? What is the story like? You feel like okay, why is this guy marrying her? Is there going to be some sort of plot thing that we're going to keep going back to in this? Yeah, just wasn't really sure what was going on. So while we're continuing the story. Sonic finds out that the map that he was given uh, shows the location of what Knuckles is trying to find, which is the Chaos Emerald. Mm -hmm. And the Chaos Emerald is something that the location is on Earth. Mm -hmm. So with that map, they're able to travel and they end up traveling to uh, Siberia. Siberia. When they're in Siberia and they go into that hut, right? There's the hut with uh, pretty much a bar tavern. Where everyone's there and it's kind of like, whoa, it looks like a rough and tumble place. Yeah. And it was a pretty cool segment in the movie to kind of show off tales like, hey, I, I build things. I, this yeah. is how, you know, I was able to find you and I've been I monitoring things, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I invent things. And I thought that was pretty cool to kind of show uh, the progression and, and what the connection would be between Sonic and, and Tails. The one thing I didn't like about that part was when they were going to throw them in the fire, when he said something in their language... At first, you, it made you think, like, oh, they have to fight for them not to be thrown into the fire. Yeah. But it was a dance battle, right? Yeah. I was fine with a dance battle. It was a misdirection. Right? It was a misdirection. I was fine with a dance battle. I was fine with them doing that. I thought, this is going to be fun. This is funny. It's going to be funny. I didn't like their music choice. I honestly thought they were going to use, like, a song from... Electric. Everybody dance now. No, something from Electric Boogaloo. Because I was like, oh man, I want to see, I want to see Sonic breakdance, and Sonic yeah, yeah. does breakdance. Yeah, and he ends up dancing to Bruno Mars's, what's it called? F- get, Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk. Yeah, and I just felt like, which is fine, but for me, I was just like, ah, I didn't, I didn't like the song in it. It just kind of like, oh man, what could have been like really cool. Some of the some of the music choices in this movie were kind of like eh. It was the music in this the soundtrack was strange to me. Yeah, because like it would they would play, let's say like it was, you thought it was gonna be like a little montage going on. Uh-huh. And usually montages uh, when they have montages they play a song for like a good minute or so. Mm-hmm. This one would just be like uh, a montage, which is like ten seconds, and that's it. And then they just keep yeah. doing it. I was like, what the fuck is this? This was strange. They did. Yeah. There was there was a part. Also, too, where, you know, they had that dance battle. They, they you know, of course, win. And then when they discover the compass that they need to find out the location of where the Chaos Emerald is, mm-hmm. an avalanche starts to happen. Or mm-hmm. Dr. Robotnik and Knuckles end up showing up. Yeah. And then Dr. Robotnik's robots attack Sonic, and he has his slow motion where he's running fast, where he's running fast. But we see it as slow motion. Yeah. That also had a music segment that was super short. Yeah. And I forgot what song it was. I remember, yeah. And it just was just. It's it like was, they only bought the rights for 10 seconds of your song. Not, I don't even really think it was 10 <laughs> seconds, dude. Short, I think it was yeah. like seven. Yeah. And that was weird, too. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, there's always that. When it comes to fast characters, I, I noticed in movies, you know, like the well known ones are like the X Men ones. Mm-hmm. When Quicksilver runs and does all that stuff. Does a slow motion? Yeah, it does a slow motion. They always have, oh, there's a song attached to it. And Sonic did it, but only for, like, what? Like you said, 10 seconds? Yeah, like, I honestly short. think it was, like, super short. <laughs> and I was like, well, what was the point of that? Yeah. Like, that was kind of... Yeah, I think, in a way, it's not m- as memorable. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. You're right. The music choices were kind of weird in this, personally, to me. Well, before, before we skip, skip forward, 
how adorable did they look in those uh, snowsuits? They were very adorable. <laughs> Especially Tails. He looks so yeah, cute. Yeah, Tails is cute. <laughs> yeah. Leading up to that, the, the I think the part where we both felt it kind of didn't make sense was when that confrontation happens between Knuckles, Dr. Robotnik, and then an avalanche starts to happen, I actually really liked how, how um, Sonic destroyed one of uh, Dr. Robotnik's robots and used a piece of the robot as a sled, like or as a board, to yeah, slide so down. Yeah. I thought that was cool. But with him going down in the avalanche right behind him, he calls, you know, the Donut Lord, Tom, yeah. and says, like, you, you need to use the ring. You need to use the ring to get us out of here. He's like, where? Here. You have to imagine this so I could get out. Because the only way to use the rings is you, you have to imagine where you want it so it opens up and so this is where Sonic can get out right he can yeah. escape so a little thing happens you know the whole if you watched it you already know the whole wedding ring oh he accidentally did that's the, what I, I, I okay go say what were you going to say I was like I, I, when I saw in the, in the, the he met the little girl the niece and then the, the you see the ring fall I was like okay that's going to be the wrong ring and then I was just like if, if I, I saw it I was like okay that's fucking I, I hope that doesn't happen but it's going to happen and it's shitty yeah, and I, and it does happen. So I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. It did happen. Yeah, it was obvious. I liked it for one reason, hmm. but I do, I didn't like it. But I liked it for one reason. At least they took the effort to plant it in a way. You know, it's not just like it just happened, right? Yeah. He actually did something and fucked up and used the wrong ring. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, why are you carrying that ring? Wouldn't you just leave it in your hotel room? Yeah. Instead of so they could even. I mean, also, uh, Sonic could have been like. I put a, I put an extra ring in the inside lining of your jacket or something, like yeah, just in case like, something happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. but I I mean e- either way, either way, I I appreciate the the thinking thinking ahead and planting it instead of just like, oh, it just happened mm-hmm. because one's a ring, of course he would switch the ring yeah. even though he didn't have access. But in a way, he did. But yeah, when that happened, I was like. He's gonna mess up in the ring and whatever, right? Yeah, you're right. The only reason, the only reason I like it is because they at least took the time to plant it. Unlike what we're gonna talk about right now. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna skip back a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, so I get Sonic does use snowboards and stuff, but he runs really fast. Why does he need to use a snowboard? He could just run down that hill. Uh, so he, I mean, like he it was ate like... too many chili dogs, <laughs> and if yeah. he ran at the speed he needed to to outrun that that. He would have shit himself. He would have. Yes. I don't know. I, I, wait. Was was tails hurt and did he have to hold him? No. Is that what? No. Oh, even if he held him, he could still run while holding him. I don't know about them. No, because they slipped. They separated. They separated. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he says go up, I'll go down. Yeah. Uh, why couldn't he run down? You know why? Because it, look, I'm not trying to defend it. I'm not trying to defend it. To for the fans because like, hey, he's he's boarded on things. Yeah. You know? No, that's like, why yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can we can we are picking at things, yeah, yeah, and for you sure. can, yeah. but it's just like, oh, hey, you know, for fun, I get it. No, but you're right. We're and we're gonna argue. We're gonna not argue. We're gonna pick at things too. But anyway, Tom gets the ring. He's like, give me that ring. There's a little like, hey man, go back to your seat. You know, the the husband soon to be or no, the fiance Randall soon to be husband, and Tom punches him, grabs the ring throws the ring opens the portal and sonic comes right through the portal with the snow behind him and tails is there too you know that was fine 
But the next thing that happened is what confused me, and I know it confused you. Uh, there was something about that wedding that felt weird, and we did get a reason why. Randall was undercover as an FBI agent? It's called Gun. Oh, Gun? I forget oh, yeah, what it that's was. Right. It, had a, it, had a, it was an acronym for something. I can't remember yeah, what it was. Yeah, it was Gun, which is probably something tied to maybe the Sonic Universe, for all I know. It was a Guardian Units of Nations. Yeah. And they're good. Yeah. So pretty much it was Randall was infiltrated and pretty much lied to Rachel and made up this fake wedding she didn't know. And he pretended to love her, to marry her, so that Gun can capture Sonic because they were monitoring Tom and Maddie because they lied about Sonic not being there and they wanted to capture Sonic. So they they orchestrated that whole wedding in Hawaii to capture Sonic. How did they know that was going to happen? How did they know Sonic was going to be there? I know why. And that guy was no, but then, and then that guy was what, what if he married her? Like basically you know he you know how he knew? How do you know? It says it in the script. <laughs> it, it's it's basically okay. I get, I get them going undercover to capture Sonic, right? Like if they slip up, capture Sonic. So okay, let's think about it. Rachel and Randall, like they're dating, cause he's just waiting for her, maybe waiting for her to slip up and say, yeah, they got this blue little hedgehog that lives with them, right? Maybe she never mentioned it at all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was undercover just to wait until. Something was submerged, or Sonic revealed himself, and they capture him. Right? I just, I, I, he was gonna marry her, and it was gonna go that far. Yeah. You know, yeah, that was just what was weird to me. It all, I I get it. I get, I get. Like, it's just to get from point A to point B, and how do we get there? And, but for me, it was just like, well, how, how did they know he was gonna be there? Yeah. But does that mean they were undercover and? They were undercover at every function or anything they went to. Is it, I mean, I mean, that's, and I guess they're like, yeah, they will go that far. Yeah, maybe. maybe they just got lucky. Maybe they thought, oh, they're gonna bring that Sonic guy over. You know, you never know. You gotta get close to the to the source. I don't know. I just think that was a really elaborate and over the top story part yeah. of it to kind of do. I feel like I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't know how to tell a story. I don't know how to write. But they could have done something better than this eh, to to try to get to Sonic, or at least like lure him some other way. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. This, this was the most boring part of the movie that could have uh, either been rewritten or condensed down to like another like. They could have cut down like because uh, I felt like this movie was a little too long. Mm-hmm. They could have made it like fifteen twenty minutes shorter by taking yeah. some parts out of that, especially from this uh, the wedding section. I wonder if it was something like, well, we can't have this all be Sonic, so we have to have a story segment of, of these characters. It's for the parents. I don't know. <laughs> well, there was some funny jokes that I think some parents would only get. Like, there was something that Rachel ended up saying where I was like, what the hell did she... She said something where I'm like, a kid would not get this. She made a yeah. joke. Well, her drinking that mojito, remember when they... Okay, now they're going to sneak in. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, wants, yeah. she wants to kill... She wants to kill Randall for lying to him, her, for yeah. lying to her and everything, and you know, like, what are you doing? She drinks it. Like, I think that's. I mean, it's funny for anyone, really. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, I liked that actress from the first one, and, and she had her moments in this one. But, yeah, I think for me that was, like, the weakest part. Like, the one part where I was, like... And, again, yeah, you could say it's a kid's movie. It's a video game movie. I get it. And I still like the movie, but I think out of out of everything, that was, like, the weakest part. Where yeah. everything else was done so well, to, personally, to me. Yeah, that that made me drop my 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 liking of the movie. A good amount, actually. So it was at a ten, but it dropped it to a fucking, seven. Yeah, it's a it's a nine now. <laughs> it's a nine now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one part that that yeah, it was just so. Yeah, it just kind of. It felt very out of place. It took me out of it. Yeah. I think that 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 and the music took me out of it. This music segment, some yeah. of the music segments took me out of it. Not horrible. I've seen worse, but I just was like, eh, okay, you know. But everything else was was cool, man. Yeah. Uh, I really liked Ben Schwartz. Calling back to John Ralphio, yeah, going because that movie is the worst. Yeah, like that was cool. If you're a Parks and Rec fan, and like uh, uh, especially a fan of his character that he played on that show, it was a nice little you know nudge to fans of, yeah. of his. Yeah. And also just a uh, yeah a lot of things. But I thought there would be a little bit more when Doctor Robotnik got the Chaos Emeralds. You know, I'm again, like I said, I'm not a Sega, I'm not a Sonic fan. I don't know the lore, so I don't know if Doctor Robotnik ever. I know he got the Chaos Emeralds, but I never. I don't know if it like consumed him in that way yeah. or how the Chaos Emerald works. I knew about Supersonic, which we do end up seeing Supersonic in this, which I thought looked really cool. I thought Supersonic was yeah. really neat. I liked some. What were some of the video game nudges in this movie that you liked? That like, hey, if you're a fan of Sonic or at least know a bit of it, I like you. Hey, <laughs> this is for you. Chili dogs. The chili dogs. No. Nah. Uh, did, did you really hate that? No, I I I didn't mind it. It's, uh, dude, that was like one of my favorite things about Sonic as a kid. Yeah. Him eating chili. No, dogs. I was just joking because like it's, yeah. it's such an obvious one. But another uh, pretty, I, I would guess, I don't know if that would be an obvious one was the uh, the when he was drowning. So this one part where where um, I, um knuckles. Like the get the uh, what was it? Doctor Robotnik gets a Chaos Emerald, mm-hmm. and then Knuckles ends up falling in the water and gets trapped under a like a giant like a boulder, support, yeah. like a, yeah, and it falls on him. So Sonic goes to to help him out to lift that boulder that's on top of him, yeah, uh, and save him. Yeah. So then Sonic gets stuck, or not to get stuck. So he's like so dense he he can't swim, so he gets stuck at the bottom of the uh, of the uh, uh, underwater, uh, and the. Before that, when he was saving him, he was like kind of running out of breath, and there was a bubble that comes up, and he like he goes, and he like sucks it up, and he breathes, and gets a little bit of oxygen. I, I was like, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it yeah. was like, kind of it was it was kind of obvious, but also like kind of like a, if you didn't if you if you didn't really know much about Sonic, it, if you never played it, which I don't know who hasn't, uh, you would you would know. But it was, it was an obvious nod to the to the games. I liked a nod, uh, a little nudge to uh, Doctor Robotnik's henchman agent stone had a coffee shop called the mean bean mm. which was a reference to dr robotnik and the mean bean machine which was yeah. a, a game, the puyo puyo game yeah it was the, basically a puyo puyo game yeah. but i thought i was like mean bean mean bean why is that <gasps> oh that's cool it wasn't like straight up in your face yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought that was really neat that he had that and did you notice that um when agent stone he had his uh he had some alone time where he was going through like the computer and had different costumes of of Doctor Robotnik. Did you see the fat version of Doctor Robotnik that he had? Oh no! It goes by real fast really? and he moves it 
and it's a fat version. So oh, it's basically shit. Jim Carrey in a fat suit. Yeah, yeah. like his face like is the fat, yeah. but he's like fatter. I'm like, that's oh, cool. that's cool, but it's like real quick, and I noticed <laughs> it. There was like a lot of times I wanted to like nudge you and be like, look, you yeah, know. Yeah. But I was like, ah, eh, sometimes I don't, I don't like doing that because yeah. you can interrupt other people and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, oh, another character, uh, Wade, played by Adam Polly. He's one of the other uh, police officers in Green Hills. Um, he's like a funnier character. He's, he has his yeah. moments, but it's just like, oh man, he, he he's not doing bad, but like a lot of stuff, he's not that funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, a dumb character, like yeah. not dumb, like as in dumb. Just but like, you you can do fun, you can do dumb where it's like that's fucking hilarious yeah. kind of fun. But it, to me, it's like he wasn't yeah, bad. Some of them missed. He, he was not that fucking uh, uh, a driver in the first in the in the beginning part of this movie. He wasn't as bad as that hostage in the beginning of this yeah. movie. Uh, he's much better. But I was like, oh, a lot of his it just fell flat for me. Yeah, because of the jokes. We're seeing a lot of negative stuff, but I like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little. Yeah, some of the some of just some of the bad stuff was really bad. That's why. Yeah, but didn't drop it. I still had a lot of fun watching yeah. this movie. I thought it was great. Again, loved everything with Tails and Knuckles and Sonic, and it was cool. Kind of just like the story of like Tom wanted, you know, Sonic. Like he's basically by himself. He doesn't have friends. Yeah. But also him telling Sonic that like, hey, you have to be more responsible. Like, yeah, you want to save people. But you can risk people's lives too, so you have to be more responsible for other people. And I thought that was really neat. I thought that was really cool, of that like the character of Sonic having to kind of grow and learn yeah. from to, to how to be a hero, to how to be someone who could protect people and everything. And and you see that bond that he creates with Tails was just really cool. And then you know it wasn't surprising that you knew that Knuckles was gonna be cool. They were gonna be friends. They were gonna be buddies because that's what happens in the games but it was cool to see that transition from him kind of trusting Eggman to like learning that like yeah Eggman used him and them having to team up but yeah even like the the second battle they had was really fucking cool and pretty brutal like him slamming him down like when when basically when like dark you know Dr. Robotnik was trying to take the Chaos Emerald and yeah. Sonic and Knuckles were just going at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was actually really cool. They did a really good job in that yeah. part. So yeah, all in all, Bethel, uh, I mean, we've already said it, but like, yeah, we really liked Sonic the Hedgehog too. Yeah. It was really fun. Great movie. Anything else you wanted to say that you enjoyed? Oh, no, I can't think of anything. Shit. Um, no. You? I loved it. I really had a good time. I I think it's better than the first. And really excited for the third one because they teased uh, Shadow the Hedgehog at the end, which is really cool. And I don't know. It's like, and again, this sounds like a negative, but it's not. It's like nothing felt surprising because I was kind of sure like, okay, I think I think Shadow is going to be revealed at the end. And he was, but it didn't lose anything. It didn't it didn't make me go like. Oh well, that sucks. I knew what it was. No, it was still cool, you know. Yeah. Again, I'm not a huge fan, but I still liked a lot of things about it, and it was like, oh, cool, Shadow. That's the next thing in this third movie. So, I don't see this movie doing bad. I think it's going to do really well, and 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 I can't wait for Sonic the Hedgehog three. So what I'm hoping for the next one is, uh, I like that there was less Doctor Robotnik in this. So I'm I'm hoping he's still in it, but still a lot less now, and just focus more on Shadow the Hedgehog for this. Well, Jim Carrey did end up mentioning that he's. Thinking about retiring from acting. Oh really? Yeah. So if he's in that at all, then I mean I'd be okay with that too. Yeah, but, but I if would he like is a in little, it, a yeah, just a little bit, yeah. 
a, a little bit. Like, yeah, he did. I mean, I like Jim Carrey. I think there was less of him. I mean, yeah. he was in it, mm-hmm. but like, it wasn't the over the top. I think some people had a problem with his over the topness, but I think it fits, like you said, for this type of movie. Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog two, awesome. So something we want to do for this podcast, this new podcast, Reels and Ramen, is talk about moviegoer sins. And it's something where when you go to the movie theaters, usually you encounter things. And sometimes it's people on their phone. Sometimes it's people ruining the movie by ringtones going off, turning on their cell phones, talking during the movie. This is a segment where we talk about people who just ruin moviegoing experiences in movie theaters. But... For our first episode, we actually don't have anything negative to say. No. Because you know why? And you probably think we would because when we went to this movie, there was a ton of kids. And you're probably thinking, oh, man, a ton of kids. They were probably talking. They were probably being really loud. Oh, man, they probably were so annoying in the theater. And you know what? You're right. They were. But for me and Bethel, it wasn't a sin. Why, Bethel? Why wasn't it a moviegoer sin, even though it was a theater full of kids? Because uh, it was fucking awesome hearing hearing kids react to the movie, like cause like like the little things in this movie that like they reacted to it really well. So it was fun. It was fun hearing that reaction, especially. I mean, like I don't have kids, but I have nieces, and it's fun seeing them like get excited for things. Yeah. So it was it was cool. It was cool hearing their reactions, and I, I was expecting them to be like, "Fuck, man, there's a bunch of kids in here. It's gonna suck in here." But it was the opposite. I was it was it was cool hearing all those kids just fucking uh, get excited for it. Yeah, yeah, uh, agreed. I I liked how some kids and even too like some kids were just like, oh no, you know, just saying, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> reacting to things or like what what you know things like yeah. that. They they were just reacting in that way, which could be annoying if it was adults, which yeah. adults do annoying shit like that. Wow. I could take the kids because the kids are having fun. Yeah, where adults, you know what you're doing. And you're still being annoying. Where kids, same thing as you, man. I, I could, I could, I, I was able to ignore that because they were having a good time, and it was so cool. Like Sonic was something we knew as kids, like we've talked about. But hearing kids go just say things like oh, "It's Tails, Miles per Hour, Tails," you yeah. know, like just saying things. You're hearing all these kids know these characters, right? But what really got me, besides that, I thought that was really cool, were kids going, at the end, oh, it's Shadow. So many kids said, oh, it's Shadow. And I'm like, dude, these kids know who Shadow is? Yeah. Which, maybe he came out in the Sonic Boom animated show, which I think was on Netflix, and kids watched it. Right. I'm pretty sure they knew it from some things. But it was really cool to just see how excited kids got. Yeah. I got, to me, that was more enjoyable kids going shadow then adults like oh like look it's fine we go to movies and we go oh that's awesome but i'm talking i'm not saying that's bad i'm talking about the adults that just don't stop overreacting you know like it's that out you know just yelling shit you know it's like well you know i like the movie reaction don't get me wrong i like when people go oh damn and like get excited you know i think like one of the best moments I remember being in the theater was, you know, uh, Avengers Endgame when Captain America picked up the hammer and everyone cheered. It was a moment that, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a moment where everyone like, yeah, it's a good reaction, but not where someone's waiting for a reaction and they react before the reaction happens so they could be the first. Yeah. Right. These kids were reacting naturally. Yeah. 
these kids were laughing at to me i noticed too these kids were laughing at the right moments and i heard adults laughing at things that weren't funny <laughs> like some there was a uh an adult couple right next to me, no kids, which is fine. No big deal. We were there. No kids. Yeah. Laughing at things that I was just like, oh, okay. It wasn't that funny to me, but hey, to each his own. But kids were, did not laugh at those parts. Kids laughed, I felt, at the parts that were really funny. Yeah. So, never look down on kids, man. They, they know what's up. And they made, uh, to me, they made kind of the movie experience for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 even better. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. This week we went to Silver Lake Ramen in Oxnard in Ventura County. Bethel, what did you end up having at Silver Lake Ramen? I got the tonkotsu. Uh, it's a a pork broth, a pork-based broth. Um, ramen. Uh, if you've seen any ramen place or had ramen, it's a very creamy white uh, broth. And um, honestly, this is like my favorite ramen place that I've that out here in, in Ventura County. Uh, the broth is delicious. Uh, the pork uh, that the I think it's a pork cutlet that is delicious. Uh, it's. It's yeah, like I said, it's my favorite my favorite ramen out here. Uh, there's different types, and like all of them that I've had there are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, my go-to is uh, is uh, there. It's called the classic. It's a tokotsu broth, or tokotsu style ramen. I had the shoyu on fire ramen. It's a spicy clear chicken broth with shoyu, green onions, corn, seaweed, jalapeno, micro cilantro, lime, and seasoned egg. With I had it with pork, which oh my god, their pork! I love pork in ramen, oh, yeah. right? But this pork, I've never had pork like this, Bethel, in any other type of ramen where they kind of, they kind of sizzle, like not sizzle it, but like it's kind of got like a a a, a, a seared. charred, seared like coating to it, and it, it just tastes so juicy oh, and delicious, yeah. and I just the texture of it makes it mm, delicious when you have your chunks of pork. Yeah. You can have chicken or you can have tofu, whatever you want. But I think the pork on how they sear it is top notch. Especially too. I've had this one before. This is one of my favorite ones at Silver Lake, but I haven't had as much of the other options in Silver Lake ramen because I just love the show you yeah. on fire so much that I can't yeah. jump to anything else. I need to though. I need to. But I love the show you on fire. I get it at the hottest I could get. And Bethel, you know, there was one time I almost died for how <laughs> hot it was yeah. because the the jalapeno that was on there, like that was in my broth, was so hot that I almost like yeah. But it was worth it though because it was so so delicious. I'm never, I was never before when it came to ramen. I love ramen. Yeah. But when it came to ramen before, I was never a big fan of of corn and ramen. Uh-huh. I just hated it. I, yeah. I always, I was always like, man, I don't like when this they put corn. It. Yeah. To me, it, it felt yeah. like it ruined it. And over the years, I never, I never understood the reasoning to put corn in ramen. Right? Mm-hmm. I never saw what it benefited. And 
the shoe you on fire had had corn in it. And I remember one time, because we, we would go every once in a while, and I said, you know what, I'm going to say no corn. So I told them no corn. And when I had it without corn, I realized I fucked up. Yeah. It is. It gives so much flavor to it. It's still good, right? Yeah. But I, you're you're missing. If you take the corn out, you're missing a lot of the flavor that it just it all blends and works together. Yeah. So well that uh, I can't. I my appreciation for corn in ramen is there now. Yeah. Now I, it's now I understand. It took Silver Lake Ramen's show you on fire for me to <laughs> finally understand why corn yeah. is in ramen. I don't know why I had that feeling i think because the the type of ramen i would have i don't know if it's traditional i'm sure corn is traditional but i remember arguing with you a long time ago like is it just a california thing they just was like well we need to throw more stuff in there so corn yeah and i'm pretty sure it's not i don't know the yeah. history of it but like i never encountered corn in anything else besides like here in like california well instant ramen has the the corn in it Oh, that's right. Yeah, corn, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, you know what? Fuck me. <laughs> I will. But, no. <laughs> no, but honestly, it took the show you on fire for me to finally be like, corn is the yeah. is awesome. It's funny. Like, ramen. I, I always get the, whenever I go, I get the, the, the classic, the tonkotsu. Uh, but when I take it home, I always get the shoyu. Uh, for some reason, I just like taking that that kind home, mm-hmm. uh, and I eat it. But I, what I like doing is getting like a spoonful of the corn with the broth. Mm-hmm. And, oof, that's so good. Just itself and especially today i don't know what it was about today but today the broth was so good Mm -hmm. just everything i like spicy ramen i I, you know i like other types of ramen but this spicy ramen that's why i always get to show you just because the broth is so good the spice level is hot enough to where it's not too hot where i can't taste anything but it was just perfect enough so i get that spice with the flavor and for me it's always about the flavor yeah and everything today just combines so well and oh yeah, I remember I've had the because they they have the blaze. It's a tokotsu but with just chili in it, uh, chili paste. It's not as good. Like it, it takes away from the the broth uh, flavor of the of the, the tokotsu. But so I never get it uh, with chili unless I get to show you. I'll get the like the extra spicy one with the, when I get to show you one. Um, but yeah, I was I was kind of upset. Not upset, but disappointed when uh when it, it wasn't as good with the the chili one. So, I mean, if you like ramen, uh, there's a lot of Silver Lake ramen locations around the country, everywhere from Los Angeles to North Carolina. There's one in Texas. There's one in Texas. There's Irvine. San Diego has one, too. So for all our San Diego listeners. Where in San Diego? Friars Road? Friars? Friars Road? Oh, okay. At Friars Road. I think think they just opened. I remember the first time I went there a couple years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Like uh, I was like, oh, I want to try it out. See how it is. See how it is. I tried it. I was like, damn, this shit's fucking delicious. And I live, I lived, I work like five minutes away from there. So every time I have to work for like five days straight, I, I went. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, here, here here's also a story. I mean, I, I've said like when we came up with the idea of doing this show, it was at Silver Lake Ramen. So. It just makes sense because for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 to be our first episode makes sense because we came up with the idea for this show with the first one with the first one and we had Silver Lake Ramen so we had to make the first episode Sonic 2 and Silver Lake Ramen. Yeah. So it all just kind of worked out. But yeah, uh for our first episode of Reels and Ramen, Bethel, what do you think? It's fun. I, I, something like, I mean, I, I love movies just as much as I love video games. So it's fun to, to um, talk about 
movies this time, uh, strictly movies. Yeah. Even though we talked about video games earlier, but it's because <laughs> it's a video game movie. Yeah. But yeah, like it's it's something I I look forward to doing this more. Yeah. And uh, for everyone listening, thank you for checking out the first episode. Things can change on how we're gonna do this. Uh, we're still kind of feeling it out, feeling out how we're gonna do everything. Hopefully, you stick around with us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want us to talk more about. I think this is going to be a podcast that's probably not going to be every week, but I think we're going to be reviewing movies that we're interested in. We're not going to be doing every film, uh, Mm. but we will be reviewing films that we are interested in. And maybe if you guys want us to review a certain upcoming film, uh, we'll probably, you know, think about it if you want us to do certain ones. Yeah, and there might be some episodes where um, I'm not in it, Bethel might not be in it. We're also kind of kicking around the idea of reviewing older films too. Uh, we have a lot of ideas for this podcast. A lot of things could change, uh, but it's strictly going to be a movie podcast or a podcast, you know, even. It just depends. Uh, we're still kicking things around, and hopefully you guys will continue uh, on this journey with us. This is like this. we got pilot hair right now, you know, in movies and shows where when the pilots, they, they have, like, really shitty haircuts. Oh. But then when they get picked up for, like, a fucking, like, renewed for the new season, they got, like, they all they all look skinnier and fucking nicer. Or nicer chubbier, haircuts you know, Or that, too, yeah. Or someone looks completely different. like, hey, you weren't, you weren't yeah. the same someone guy. Someone gets recast and shit. <laughs> I might get recast. <laughs> but someone's still going to call themselves Jesse, but it's not going to sound anything like me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed, and thank you for joining us. I'm Jesse. I am Beto. Until next time, enjoy your reels and ramen.